let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for calling us here to be here on this Sunday morning. We're thankful that you are with us every morning, every evening, every day and night of our lives. We pray that you will meet us where we are today, holy God, and guide us to where we would be by your call, by your command, by your grace. We come to you now and pray that by your Holy Spirit, you will meet us now in a time of silent prayer. And from out of the silence, God's people say together, Amen. And let's pray together the prayer of preparation and confession that is printed here in the bulletin. We live in a troubled world, O oh God. There are wars and rumors of wars. For many of your children who awake this morning, scarcity and violence rule the day, and even death is robbed of dignity. In such times, we are tempted to turn away, to leave their world behind and withdraw into our own. And yet you made us all in your image and blessed us with a good earth to share. Forgive us all, Lord. In our hearts make us peacemakers. Grant us a new vision of peace for our time. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, the good news of this day, of every day of your life, is that in Jesus Christ, God does forgive you. God loves you accepts you, promises to be with you wherever you go, and promises to guide you to become the person you were created to be. So receive that good news, pass it on in how you live your lives, and be at peace. Amen. I invite you to stand now as you're able and to greet one another. And those of you joining us online on Facebook Live, Glad to have you with us today here. I would invite those of you sitting in the center aisles there to take out the pew pads that are there and a pen or a pencil and write your name down and, and any contact information you would like to leave with us and, and pass them down the aisles so that the folks sitting next to you can uh, know your name and meet, greet you by name after worship. I'd like to see that happen one Sunday where everybody knows what everybody's name is in your, in your aisle. Um, there are a number of announcements here today. The, the most obvious one, of course, is that it's Choir Sunday, and we're so glad to be joined by all these folks to sing glory to God today and to sing some beautiful pieces. There are other announcements. A big one is, after worship today, is Pick a Party Sign Up that's happening over in the Guild Hall across the courtyard. And what this is, is how many of you have heard of Pick a Party? Raise your hand. How many people have not heard of Pick a Party? Raise your hand. Okay, then everybody explain to these people what it is. No, it's a long tradition here at the church. We do this probably every three or four years. We have a whole catalog of events and parties that we are putting on as a way to raise money for our mission partners locally and globally. So if you go over there and you see some parties and events you would like to attend, you sign up, you pay to attend that event, and all the proceeds go to our mission partners. So feel free to go over there after worship and uh, sign up for a lot of parties, a lot of good fellowship, and a lot of good ministry and mission will come from our signing up as well. Other announcements here. Next Sunday is the annual meeting, which is, uh, well, annual. So this is uh, what we do every year to decide on those who will be the officers of the church. We accept the annual report. And there will be um, some comments made by the leaders of the church, but also a time of fellowship. So there's a luncheon as well. So please come to do that. The uh, Hope Cafe or Cafe Hope is happening next Saturday. That's the time for us to go down to City Team Ministry in downtown Oakland and serve uh, a nice, really lovely meal for homeless folks. And somebody asked earlier, how young can children be to go to that event? And I've been told 10 years and older, 10 years old and older, are perfectly appropriate to go and help serve for the Hope Cafe. And then there's the Adult Fellowship Barbecue that's coming up this Friday. Please sign up in the uh, courtyard to attend that as well. And I also wanted to, uh, before I sit down, announce the passing of one of our members. Uh, Donald Parker passed away this, uh, this past week. And so our thoughts and prayers are with Julie and their, their sons, Devin and uh, Ben. 
a memorial service for Donald will be held in August. I think it's the 10th, but I don't have the date down exactly, but we'll be publicizing that. And so, as I say, our thoughts and prayers are with Julie and their family. Thank you for calling us to be here today, calling us from our busy lives to be in a place of peace, but also a place of challenge, a place of comfort, also a place where you guide us to do what needs to be done after the manner and in the spirit of Jesus. We come as we are to this place, as our authentic human selves with all of our joys and hopes and dreams and with all of our fears and faults and regrets. Yet still we come to meet you, to hear your word of grace, to reconnect to your spirit and to reclaim our calling too as followers of Jesus. Gracious God, you've called us as Christians to be imitators of your son who shows us what it means to be fully human and who embodies the commandment to love you with all of his heart, soul, and mind, and strength. But the truth is, God, that so many people in this world and in this room are unable or unwilling to live into their full humanity. There are parents who take out their anger on their own kids or on their spouse. There are young people who try to escape from pain by abusing alcohol or drugs or sex. Some who are rich neglect the poor out of a sense of entitlement, while some who are poor let their own sense of hopelessness keep them down. Compassionate God, you know that we live in a world of so many needs, including our own, so meet us where we are this morning. Meet our true needs. Help us to love and to serve others who need so much and Show us once again through the mercy and by the model of Jesus that what we need most is to love you with all of our heart and soul and mind and strength, to love our neighbors as ourselves, for that's what it is to be fully human. That's what it is to follow Christ. And so, healing God, in a moment of silence, we also lift up to your care all those for whom we have special concern this morning. to you all of our prayers in the name of Jesus, knowing that you hear us and that you respond to us and praying together the words we have been taught, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, Deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Good morning. I'm not actually short, it's just that everybody else who gets into this pulpit is tall. I'm so glad you're here to hear the pieces of music we're going to do this morning. The, both of these pieces are set to poems that are actually quite famous in their own right. The first one is William Blake's uh, The Tiger, uh, which starts with the famous line, Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright. The words are there in your, in your program. And the second text is by St. John of the Cross, 200 years earlier, uh, from which called The Dark Night of the Soul, from which we get actually the expression even in English the dark night of the soul. Um, A lot of people may know those poems, but you may not know the context behind them. And the context helps yield a lot of information about what Blake and St. John of the Cross before him were trying to do. So with both of these poems, there are essentially two topics being explored. And I think you'll hear that in the music. The first topic is darkness. So in the case of Blake and the tiger, what Blake gives us in that poem is, is a kind of ecstatic meditation 
on the beauty and the awesome terror of the animal, the tiger. And he's essentially asking a theological question, which is not a new question, which is how can a loving God, a God who creates beauty and the gentleness of animals like lambs, also create tigers who are sort of uh, savage and terrifying and yet wildly beautiful in their own way. The darkness that Blake is contemplating there isn't so much the darkness of a tiger, it's a darkness that the English imagination was beginning to confront as colonialism was taking root in English politics. So as India was beginning to be a a sort of source of imaginative imagery uh, in the English mind, uh, Blake, like a lot of writers of his time, is confronting animals and ideas and thoughts and even a whole subcontinent that nobody really knew much about and nobody had ever really contemplated. Uh, Tigers were new to the English. Lions, they knew. Lions, of course, are also European as well. Not so much tigers. And so the tiger in that case doesn't just represent the awesomeness of of this large uh, predator, but also a darker, larger sort of question that's being raised by this beautiful machine. Blake is always about reconciling opposites. And so for him, the idea is to say that somehow whatever we have here in this awesome figure of the tiger must be squarable with the rest of the beauty of the creation we know. And that if you just stop at one part of God's creation, but you can't comprehend the other, then you haven't got the full gist of it. In the case of St. John of the Cross, who of course is 200 years earlier, the darkness that he's confronting there in his poem is the darkness of daily life and its inability to yield anything truly satisfying. So what St. John of the Cross is saying is in the middle of your daily life, if you feel savagely ripped out of your own bed at night, to go wildly off searching at the margins for this living presence that's somewhere else, then this would be part of the path forward. And the path includes moments of terror, moments of, of desert dryness in the soul. The context that St. John of the Cross is working with is uh, he was writing at a time when the Spanish crown and the church were beginning to have serious questions about, is this the direction that Christianity would go in? And he was imprisoned for his beliefs as well. He wrote this somewhere during the latter part of his life. And although it's very dark, it has moments of staggering beauty as well. These two texts couldn't seem to be more different. And yet, in the same, at the same time, I think they ask an important question, which is that at the margins of everyday life, at the edges of the life that you experience, that I experience, is there something beyond there that may be calling you in a sort of wild, terrifying way, somewhere out of your comfort zone, somewhere beyond what you know to be true, And in fact, they're both asking, could it not be in some way even more authentic than the daily life we experience? And that somehow at those wild and sometimes terrifying margins, the living God waits for you. That's essentially what the two texts are saying. But they don't just say it, they ask it. They ask it as a question. So it's up to you to decide whether the answer is satisfying. The first one is set by me, and the second one is set by a modern uh, Norwegian composer, Ole Jelo, and I hope you enjoy both. Thank you for coming.
What dread feet? What the hammer? And what the chain? In what furnace was thy brain? Gorgeous. And thank you, Steve, for uh, explaining the context as well. That was very, very helpful. Let us turn now to the scripture lesson for today, which comes to us from the Gospel of Matthew, the ninth chapter, verses 10 through 13. Listen now for God's word to all of us today. And as he sat at dinner in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were sitting with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard this, he said, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners. The word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God.
So one way of giving thanks is what you just did to applaud, which was incredibly uh, apropos because that was absolutely fantastic. I want to thank the choir once again for not just today, but for singing in our house of worship this whole year long. So thank you, choir. Now we're going on our summer break a little bit. thank the players as well. We're so glad that you're here with us today. And uh, Dr. Main, thank you very much as well. So now that we're in the, the mood of giving thanks, let's pray together and give thanks in prayer as we give thanks to God for all of God's gifts to us and through us, the gifts that we can give in God's name. Let us Pray together the prayer of thanksgiving that is in the bulletin. O Lord God, we give thanks for the beauty of this holy place, sustaining us through the years with scripture, preaching, music, and prayer. Help us to draw closer to you this day and grant us a lively faith and courage to do the work you set before us. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. sisters so thankful you were here today come join us again next week for worship as we have a different kind of string music in on americana sunday where we'll be having a string band play and some of our soloists singing on americana sunday followed by the annual meeting today after worship please remember to go sign up for the pickup parties in the uh, guild hall thanks again to everybody who uh, played and sang today and as you leave this place take with you whatever you have received 
that has given you a sense of God's glory, of God's love, of God's mercy, no matter where you are in life. If you're in a dark place, in a light place, all of life is full of light and dark. And so we come together as God's people to receive that good news of grace. Carry it with you. Pass it on to those folks you meet. Be at peace. And receive the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, both now and forevermore. Amen.